Hi, I'm Spicy Dicey. And I'm Chantal Renee. And, and we, we love, love sex and horror. These are topics we love to write about as published authors. I love all things spicy and dicey. And I'm a big fan of sex and the sinister. Thanks for joining us for some dark, twisted, sexy, uncensored fun as we discuss sex, sex and, and horror. horror. Hey guys, are you looking for that perfect logo to represent you, your company, or perhaps just your next birthday shindig? Well, you can find that person to help you create exactly what you're looking for at printprintrevolution.com. These guys do hand silk screening. They do amazing work on Adobe and Photoshop to make your images come to life. You got to check them out, printprintrevolution.com. That's printprintrevolution.com. When we got down to planning what we were going to talk about tonight, you said you want to start with the mask mandate. Yes, ma'am. You know that's what we're going to start with. <laughs> Good old Greg Abbott said, what? What did he say? He said, no mask on March 10th and businesses can open up 100%. 100%. I saw people cheering like, yay, we're going to start having concerts again. I can't wait to go to concerts. Ma'am. Ma'am. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ma'am. <laughs> what is going on? People are fucking stupid. Just because Australia did it doesn't mean we have to, people. Yeah. I mean, you- Australia has big giant spiders. Do you see us growing big giant spiders like that? <laughs> but I mean, look at the bor- the morbidity morbidity numbers from just this alone we we have not contained this like they have they've done much better and why do they think that we have that's what i don't understand it's so crazy i don't i don't even know what to say about this mess i mean i've said a lot anybody following me on twitter knows i've been cutting up today Um, (laughs) this has been an embarrassment okay we are texans here here in houston we are not for this shit Sylvester Turner has been speaking out against this mess, but, you know. I think he's doing it to, to take away, you know, obviously from the fuck up he had with the uh, the winter storm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they really messed up. People die behind them freezing us out like that. Okay. This mm-hmm. man has said that he is going, this is not going, uh, this is not going along with medical advice either. You know, the, nope. the, the scientists, the medical experts are not saying that this is a good idea. Why why would we put economics over human life and safety? I don't get it. It's, I, I don't, I, I don't know. He obviously is throwing caution to the winds and, you know, he's like, oh, you know, I, what are we up to? Like not even 10% yet vaccination. Right. We we are like what the we're coming in bottom at the bottom in terms of vaccination. Yep. I mean, trust we have been that we we've been up in it a lot this past week. A lot of people did get the vaccinations, and I was freaking happy to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is not it's not enough to to take to tell people. I'm not going to do someone's hair if they don't want to wear their mask. I just don't feel comfortable. I know that's right. I know because that's right. We're still wearing our masks in this house. Here's the thing, like, okay, look, I might not die if I get it. I get that. But if I have it and my coworker whose blood, her white blood cells are really low right now, they're not sure what's going on. She may actually have cancer. She's not sure what she's got going on in her body. She could literally die if I get that shit and give it to her. 
Or yeah. my other um, coworker, her husband has cancer and he's getting treatment. If she got it, it would kill him. Right. So, I mean, it's not so much that, yes, obviously not. It, it is a small percentage of people that would die from it. But why make somebody feel like they need to walk around, you know, possibly being that thing that kills people? My mother hasn't gotten her vaccine yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of people that's been dying. Um, and and um, I think that health and safety and life is just supposed to be much more important and the priority here instead of anything else. So yeah. we're going to continue... Uh, we're going to continue to do what we've been doing. My family, my, my within my household, we have been healthy for the past year. We've not had any issues, and I've been very cautious. We've been cautious. We have kept the kids home, all that kind of stuff. Now we've made a lot of sacrifices to do that, but I think that's what's um, I think that's what's necessary, so that when the medical experts say, "Okay, now is the time that we can open back up," which they have already said last year would be fall of this year. Mm-hmm. And and something like this, opening up a state our size, is is setting back that time. Like we're not doing anything to benefit us. This is more harmful. And mm-hmm. so um, you mark my words, folks. The reason why we're talking about this because this is sex and horror, but this is the horror element here that's going down because mm-hmm. uh, we've seen what happened before. People were dying, and now we're going to watch these numbers. We're going to watch what happens to the numbers because of this. Let's just get back to it, and uh, and hold, what is he saying? Personal vil- vigilant vigilance is yes. still needed to contain COVID. If that ain't a bunch of bullshit, um, because somebody, I thought somebody made a good analogy. They said the state of Texas should eliminate all handicap parking, but ask all residents to leave the spaces near the front of the store available for those handicapped and disabled persons. In other words, let's mm-hmm. just throw out the stop signs and just leave people. Just, you know, be personally, personal, can you talk? Be personally, personally responsible. responsible. Yeah. yeah. So we're just going to, why, why have stop, stop lights and stop signs? Why have the, um, please don't uh, park here. Let's leave this available for the disabled and just hold everybody to their own personal re- recognizance. They're not going to do right. That's why, nope. that's why there was a mandate. That's why you need to impose safety standards and stuff. So this is going to be disastrous. Okay. Yep. This is disastrous. And, and it's going to be a mess. And it's going to be, you know, it's just so dumb. I mean, it's just going to be counter, it's going to be counterproductive to what we're trying to achieve with the fucking vaccines. So that you we know? can get back to some now, resemblance of normality. I haven't heard of any other states have done this. Have you? Um, I think someone, uh, I think Danny was mentioned, that was my husband, he mentioned something earlier about uh, Mississippi, Florida, something like that. Uh, I think we're on par with Mississippi, which, come on, <laughs> and Florida. Um, so I, I, I don't know if they're headed towards that or if they've already done that. I don't know what other states are doing it, but I know Texas was a national embarrassment today. And it's just, you know, again, again, I was about to say, and it's just continuing after all of this crap we've already been through. Yes. Yes. I mean, we're, we're still trying to get over what happened a couple weeks ago. It's not even a full two weeks. I don't think, is it? I think, no. And I think what people don't also realize just because, you know, 
Mm. A lot of people don't like Texas because they see that it's a red state, but you need to zoom in and see That's what right. cities are blue and which ones are red. That's and right. honestly, it shouldn't even make a difference because right and wrong is right and wrong. And anybody who has a half a brain knows that this this is fucked up. And no, I, I don't even think all the people who would necessarily support the right side would be excited. I think the only people who are excited are the people who are extremists. With Like with anything, you have extremists for both sides. So. Well, I posted earlier, I'm not arguing with anybody about this wearing a mask who put in their argument, but the economy. I don't want to hear anything you el- you else you have to say beyond that, because I'm not concerned about that as the priority. Yes, I know people have to live and have to survive, but the point is, if we can't ensure safety health-wise, then we can't even get to money. And uh, I but also... Let me, get, let me get this straight, though. Like, my industry isn't going to do any better because I have clients who I still have not seen. Right. And they're not... They're really not going to come out now. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're going to be like, are you insane? No, anybody can... It's a fucking free-for-all. No, I'm not going out. I'm not Let's make. Let's make sure everybody's healthy. Let's yeah. make sure everybody's healthy. And then we can all get back to, to activities, you know, instead of while people are still battling it. Um, uh, you remember Colt 45, Brandon from mm-hmm. Colt 45? Mm-hmm. He said he just was talking to someone in his job earlier who was talking to him without a face mask on saying he just <laughs> had COVID. Oh. Like, it's, it's, it's still being spread right now. So mm-hmm. now is not the time to be going out all willy-nilly without your mask. Like, uh, I, I just all that say, tells me is that I need to double up. And here's the thing, people. Yes, people are getting vaccinated. And you have an 80% less chance that you're going to get it. But that doesn't mean you can't get it. You still have a 20% chance that you will. And the double vaccinations are not guaranteeing non-fatality. Only the singular vaccination is guaranteeing non-fatality. And that's Johnson Johnson's vaccine. And it's less like you'll still you still have a 40% chance of getting it. So you have a higher chance of getting it with the J and J vaccine. It won't kill you if you get it. But the point is, how are we gonna stop this shit in its tracks, period, if we just don't get more of the population vaccinated so that we don't have to worry about you know the continuation of the spread of it because it's still going to be people are still going to be getting it and let me even just with say, your vaccine for those of you on. like i don't like that they're talking political blah 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 this is such a horror i want to be entertained let me just say that we are using this time our platform to talk about this because i, I want to encourage you all to be safe we won't have a podcast if everybody's dead or sickly, or having long-term, because um, there's some people who who uh, have long-term um, symptoms, uh, you know, like in their chest and their respiratory issues, they still have those even after they recover. That's they right. don't recover 100%. So I'm, I don't know about you, but I don't need anything else breaking down on my body, not even for a short period of time. <laughs> and I don't, I don't need anything lingering on after I've finally gotten over one thing. No, 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 no. So... Take this, people, as a we are concerned about you. We are concerned about our listeners. We are concerned about your family members and friends. And we want you all healthy. We want you all safe so that you can come back and listen to us fuck around on here every week. 
So mm-hmm. be cautious. Keep your mask on. Keep your hands washed. Keep your social distancing going. You don't don't. I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat at this point. This is not about party lines, like Chantel said a second ago. This is about you putting your health and safety first mm-hmm. before you put anything else first. And and not just yours, but those around you when you come into contact with people. Be be vigilant, yeah, but <laughs> don't be stupid. Yeah. Yeah, just think about it because honestly... I mean, it's just, you know, there's nobody else is going to, nobody else is going to monitor this but us at this point, obviously. Right, obviously, yeah. And, yeah. It's disappointing. You know, it's disappointing it that they're they're not taking this more seriously. Like, this is our leadership. Like, this is a large area. Texas is big. It's a big part of the U.S. And mm-hmm. it's it's a shame that the people who lead our state aren't thinking uh more with more wisdom than this no it is it's sad it is so but with all this that's going on Chantel and i have turned to shows and tvs and movies of course oh yeah (laughs) and some crazy horror craziness (laughs) yeah and i don't even think we've been watching the same things this time so we um we're gonna be branching off into different things. Uh, I got caught up watching a bunch on on um Tubi. Oh yeah, the yeah. Tubi app. Yeah, Tubi app. Kind of. I was looking for one thing, which was stay. It. This is a Japanese romance. I kind of got stuck on some romance and and sexy movies because I was looking for stuff that had to do with obsession too. Obsession, and I'm not talking about like fatal attraction. I mean the obsession where you um you they they would risk it all to be with somebody. Like they just mm-hmm. got to have this person even though it's bad for them. So my favorites are like Unfaithful, like, like David's birth, David's <laughs> birthday, um, uh. What's the one with Jeremy Irons? Danger? Is it called Danger? Somebody's probably yelling it out right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, the... Now I have to look it up. Come on, do you know the name? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) You were watching it. Well, these are old. Like These are ones that I've watched a long time ago. I was just saying along these lines. I I was looking for stuff like that. And then I met... um, this uh the 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 writer director producer of stay which is a japanese romance and i found that on tubi and i was like wow this is great i really enjoy this because you know i watch a lot of foreign stuff and then i started watching other stuff on there that was recommended to me that fall that fell in line with a lot of the other stuff that i was interested in like obsessions so i will i'll talk about some of those they are sexy they're sexy movies so i can cover some of that but i know you you were watching a lot of horror right hey i did see it yeah i saw mostly well okay so this is a strange fact that um all you listeners might be interested in or not or you know who knows um so apparently okay i've been i i'm always two years behind doing my taxes so i have discovered (laughs) i don't know what it is with me and math but I get extreme anxiety and I just cannot like, I, and I'm not even doing that much math people. I'm making a grid, putting all the shit down so that my accountant doesn't have to do all that. All they have to do is just look at my little grid and put the numbers and they're all happy. 
I, it still takes me forever because I hate doing it. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Well, apparently the thing that calms me down is horror movies. So mm-hmm. I oh, just yeah. play I some that. horror movies in the background and all of a sudden the anxiety disappears. I'm enjoying the movie. I'm doing my taxes and my brain. And literally I did all my taxes for one. I have two DBAs. I did one whole DBA in a night. I've never done that. My whole mm. adult life that I've had to do my own taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so because Yo, man, of that. Whatever works. Whatever works. Yeah. So because of that, I went through a few. I actually did watch an old one that I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch. I watched The Collector. And uh, I was I was like, oh, wow, that was a guy that kind of looks like Sean Penn. Um, mm-hmm. He was in that one. Um, and of course, I don't remember his name. Sorry, guys. Uh, I watched The Dark and the Wicked. I have Shudder, by the way. So a lot of this is on Shudder. Um, mm-hmm. Creepshow, the, the horror holiday edition. Um, After Midnight, which turned out to be a romance horror. I've never seen such a thing. And then a cheesy one called Crazy, the number two, and then Crazy, which had potential but turned out to be just dumb. Mm, <laughs> Not even crazy. <laughs> it, was just, it, was just, it was just dumb. That was the one you were telling me about. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was pretty disappointed in that one, but I was like, eh, I'll watch it anyway and see what happens. It was disappointing, unfortunately. But, you know, I got through it. I got through it. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about it as we go. Okay. The The name that I said, um, uh, the name that I was trying to come up with the Jeremy Irons one is uh, Damage. So the movies that I enjoy that had that was about obsession that I really, really loved, and I'm not talking about, like, the psycho crazy obsession, but the, I just got to have you because I'm, I'm just... I just want you so much and and fuck everything else. That's the kind of obsession I'm talking about. So I said unfaithful. Damage was one. David's birthday was one. The Last Mistress, um, Lady Chatterley's Lover. I have watched all versions of Lady Chatterley's Lover, even the European versions, like five hours. Um, I've watched all of those and I love those. Um, so mm-hmm. I got after I watched Stay which is uh, my friend Daryl Rigby's movie that's on Tubi. So check that out, okay? okay. Uh, just just because uh, this is a friend of mine, and it's his movie that's on um, Tubi. It's on Tubi and Amazon. But Tubi is a free app. It's yeah, you were telling me about Tubi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, from that, I was... I saw, like, I got so many recommendations. I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to be on here a while. Look at all this stuff on Tubi. They even have a category that says not on Netflix. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. But there was a movie called Obsession that I ended up watching. It was a 2015, and I enjoyed that. So then there was one called Kiss Me Again, Older. I watched Friends with Benefits. Um. And I, those those are the ones that I watch and I enjoy. Now these are not like perfect cinema, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not like everything's just grandiose or whatever. But if you enjoy engaging dialogue, which I thought was was, in, it's I like I like dialogue, and then they're sexy too. Mm-hmm. So um, Kiss Me Again had a lot of different sex scenes in it, and it kind of gives you every now and then it kind of feels like that cinemat cinema. Uh, what is it? Cinematic. Cinemax. Yeah, the Cinemax. Not Cinemax. Can... Yeah, Cinematic. Cinemax. Oh, no, Cinemax. Cinemax. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm talking about Cinemax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, they have You're those... talking about Skinemax. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they have those, you can hear as soon as you hear the uh, the saxophone drop. You know, you know they about to have a cheesy sex scene. <laughs> they had some of that, but ultimately, I thought these were written pretty good. You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, there was a a twist on with uh, Kiss Me Again. There was a a twist on on the threesomes because you know we had a whole episode on threesomes. We could have talked. We did. About, That's right. Yeah, we could have talked about this one then. Uh, but it, it, then they kind of had some comedy elements with older and friends with benefits. But I don't really have much to say about them other than the, that. Tubi has some really good movies and we haven't never we haven't really talked about Tubi because we're talking about Shudder, we're talking about Netflix, we're always talking about uh well obviously Netflix and Amazon, but Tubi and I think I've even mentioned Pluto before. Yes. But Tubi I I I was surprised because my kids are always watching Tubi and I was like I don't ever find anything that I want up there, but if you want some older movies that have some kick, you know, just something to to just chill out and watch some older. And then I like foreign movies, too. So they have a lot of those on there. And it kind of remind me the old days of Netflix when I got hooked to watching a bunch of uh, oh, okay. films. Yeah, that's yeah. all I wanted to say about that. Okay. Oh, and, and then after you after you finish, though, I'll say that we watched both The Stand by Stephen King. So yeah. we watched the old version and the new version. So that was about 12 hours. <laughs> oh, nice. Was But still, did Have you, you seen like the new version? I haven't seen the new version. You haven't? Oh, okay. Well, we watched the new version first. And so then was like, okay, mm. let's see what the old version was like. And so then we were able to say, oh, I like how they did this better. Or I like how they did this better in this That's one. good. Ultimately, yeah. I thought the new version was much, much better. But there were some things that they did better in the old, like with the guy who has the, the, the fire, the pyrotechnic, who's with the the nukes and the um, the blowing things up with the yes. dynamite. Yeah, I like how they did in the old one with him. I felt like his he had we got a stronger backstory and looking at what's going on with him. I don't want to say backstory, but his character had better development, I think, in the old version. But yeah. I really, I, okay. I appreciate how they did the new version a whole lot better. Of course, you got more effects and stuff like that. Oh. Um, I like the death scenes in the new version a whole lot more. Okay. Okay, I'll have to check it out then. I, I hadn't heard anything about it yet. Yeah, I watched it because of the casting, really. James Marsden is fine as hell. He's great in anything, you know. So I, I watched it. I, I did enjoy Ruby D and... Um, and Ozzy in the old one, it's just good to see them. I saw them speak live in Raleigh-Durham uh, years before they died. But it was just beautiful to be able to kind of reminisce with with that. Uh, we got Rob, Molly Ringwald in the old one, too. But I, I really, really love the casting in the new one. We got Whoopi Goldberg in Ruby Dee's place. And, and it was good? But James Marsden, he, he's always a joy to look at and watch. So. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm definitely going to check it out then. And well, Alexander Skarsgård is the one playing Flag. Oh, okay. That's the, the one who played Eric Northman on True Blood. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that was nice too. <laughs> He's so gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's so gorgeous. <laughs> you yeah, got to get me thinking of True Blood before I talk. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> 
Now I'm I drooling. Hate, <laughs> I hate his haircut, that little pompadour, whatever he got going on in the new one, but it does make him look different. So you're not looking at him thinking, um, thinking um, Eric Northman. Oh, well, yeah, well, that's helpful. <laughs> Though, personally, I don't mind thinking of Eric Northman for <laughs> Well, since he's playing, you know, somebody different, then I know. his whole look looks a, diff- a, a bit different. But Amber Heard is playing uh, Nadia. I like what they did with her role a whole lot better in the new one. I, lo- uh, I love the difference between our, our, our renditions of stuff because my ass ne- <laughs> never knows the name. So many of the actors. Oh, so you you're like Danny. When I was trying to talk to him, I was t- telling him about names the whole time. He's like, "Who, who?" And then I got to say, "No, I'm talking about the one that was in so and so show." So Rob Lowe is in the old one too. So he's a nice touch that's missing out of the the new version. Rob Lowe. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a young Rob Lowe when during his his hunky. I mean, he's still a hunk, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, you know, I said, I said a lot of nothing right there, but and I, I was supposed to watch The Vanish and I was planning to watch The Vanish, but then Danny was like he didn't want to watch it at the time, so I don't even know what feel, we ended up he's watching. Into it, yeah. Yeah, but I'm I'm going to still watch that. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Um well, I I told you about some of the stuff I was going to watch before I watched it. And um, it was pretty good. Um, okay, so I don't know how to do these. I'm going to do the worst to last, to, to okay. better. Okay. The worst to better. Um, I, I would say the worst one was the Crazy Too Crazy movie. Now, these are all 2021 movies, guys. So, except for the Creep Show one that came out at the tail end of last year. So, it just came out a few months ago. Um, I did want to see the. I have not watched the new Wrong Turn. There's a new 2020 Wrong Turn that just came out, I think, this year. Um, but I haven't seen it yet. I still have a little more taxes to do, so I'll, I'll watch it then. Um, <laughs> but I've heard mixed reviews. Um, I will say that um, the Crazy Too Crazy movie was the idea was actually kind of cool. The concept was the serial rapist gets captured by a family of like psychopaths that like to torture and murder people. So the mother of the family is a real estate agent and this guy who's a who's serial rapist. And by the way, he was the best part of the movie (laughs) because he was actually and then later I realized I don't think they meant it to be funny, but I found him funny because he was so stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was really gross. And just like he played, he and he really embodied this gross. He had the chomo haircut and he was just like this gross guy. And he was always like fucking masturbating and cussing. And he wasn't from here. I think he was um, Irish. Mm-hmm. And um, his next door neighbor was probably like some ex-con and, and just like all this crazy banter between them. And it actually made me laugh. That's what I was watching in the beginning. It was like a good 20 minutes of this guy before you met the family. And then this is where the movie went wrong. Um, you know, people say people who are psychopaths don't have emotions like Dexter, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the problem when you have a family of four, you know, kids, 
mother and father and they have no emotion and they're just all fake emotion. It just looks like fake acting. And so, and then the actor who was actually, you know, in making you kind of get into the show had tape on his mouth for their entire time, except for at the very end. Um, I mean, he, they took it off a couple different times, you know, to ask him questions or whatever, but then they, and so they had to carry the movie and that it just went really bad after that. It was just bad, but the Mm. idea and concept wasn't a bad concept. I could see it, you know, it just needed to be tweaked. You know, when you're a writer, you, you tend to see these things differently. Uh, you know, it's so sad that there is so much money and time spent on movies in Hollywood and, and small little tweaks can make all the difference if they mm-hmm. just trusted the writers. Mm. But anyway, this was definitely an example of that. Um, you know, you have to, if you're, if you're, if you're drawing and you need to have white highlights in your drawing, that's perfect. Highlights are great, but you have to have a lot of color around them to show that you got the white pieces there. And it's the same thing with dull acting. Like if you're intentionally trying to be a dull actor, you can't expect that to really communicate any kind of anything to your audience. It was just pretty blah. Mm -hmm. But the first 20 minutes were kind of funny. I found funny anyway. And that guy was totally creepy. And he made me wish I could shower like as I watched watched him. (laughs) Because he was so Mm. close. Okay, the next one, After Midnight. Again, this is a Shutter uh, original, and it just uh, came out, 2021. Um, this is a romance horror. Like, you would have really been like, oh my god, I am sick to death of this sappy horror. Like, you would have been like, please shut up with how much you love each other crap. <laughs> <laughs> it would have made you crazy. And I was shocked. I've never seen a romance horror in my whole life. So it, is it like Gothic romance? No. So this is what it's a creature. It's a creature movie. So, okay. So you see this guy, he's kind of like this backwoods Alabama type of dude. I'm saying Alabama. So, so bad. Sorry, Alabama's, but <laughs> that's kind of funny. He's like this backwoods guy lives in this, small little spit town you know you spit and it's gone and he is um he's got this huge house that he inherited from his family and his girlfriend has left him he doesn't know where she is he's like he's just miserable he's not wanting to leave his house um and then next thing you know you find out they're doing flashbacks by the way so you see him and the girlfriend and then you see him in the house And, you know, it's like all these things going on. And so the next thing you realize, he is being hunted, if you will, by a creature at night. So when the night, when the night falls, all of a sudden this creature comes to his door. It's like trying to scratch and claw to get in the house. And he's, he has his shotgun and he he actually blew a big hole in the door trying to kill it. Um, And then he chases it out and then it disappears. As the story progresses, you know, the sheriff shows up because he takes his shotgun out to the street to check the mail and he shoots at some truck going by. I don't know, something random. And the sheriff ends up coming out. And so he's like, what is going on with you? And he's like, there's this creature. You see all these scratches on his doors. Nobody believes him. Everybody in town thinks he's wacko because no one knows what this creature is. They think it's a bear. He's like, yeah, it's a bear. He's not even trying to eat my trash. Um, his, oh, by the way, this is a, an animal dies movie. There's a cat involved that does get eaten by the creature. You do see the, you do see the minute when it gets eaten. So just be aware of that. 
Um, you see the creature, but she just, but nobody else ever sees this creature. Anyway, long story short, the ex-girlfriend, or not even ex, the girlfriend shows up one morning. And she's just been traveling around. She's sick of, like, they've been together 10 years. It's her, it's her birthday. Um, and all their friends are supposed to come over that night. So she came back to the house. And he's like, I've been thinking you were the creature. Which, at this point, you think she's a creature, too. But she's not. And so she just makes this big argument about, like, I, I'm tired of this small town. We own this bar. And I hate this bar. I hate this small town. And we just live a few hours away from all these amazing things we could be experiencing together. You've never asked me to marry you. We haven't had any children. If you don't want that life, fine. But let's get out of this town. Um, so he doesn't say nothing. So at the end of the movie, all these people come over. It's nighttime. They're like, where's your creature? Ha, ha, ha. And he's like, he's like, I don't know, you know. So they're talking. And then he starts confessing how he's done this girl so wrong. And he sings her this song and, and tells her how much he loves her. And um, at the end of the song, you're like, everybody's like teary-eyed. Like they were all singing together. And all of a sudden, the fucking creature attacks <laughs> you're like what the fuck there it is and yeah. it, it just like goes after him and then he's fighting with the creature and he finally kills it and then at the end he proposes to her <laughs> <laughs> alright see there you have it folks now you don't have to watch it <laughs> no you don't but I, I, you there's no the creature's really cool and actually it's pretty decent acting and if you like romance and sappy romance and horror together you may enjoy it it was just a, a novelty to me because I've never seen that shit <laughs> mm -hmm. let's see Okay, Creep Show Holiday. Did you watch that one? Nope. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. It's only 45 minutes long. Uh, I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's also Creature. Creep and, Show you know, Holiday. Creep Show Holiday Special. It is on Shudder. They they brought they brought back Creep Show. So they actually have Creep Show uh, from last year where they redid it. And then now they have a holiday special. And it's so funny and, and true Creep Show style. Um, if you haven't seen it, you guys should watch it. I've been meaning to watch it forever. And like I said, I've just been not doing it. So it was really great to have on in the background. I don't want to ruin that one for everybody because it was actually pretty entertaining and funny. And I think you'll enjoy it if you see it. But I would definitely recommend Creep Show. You know what it kind of reminded me of? The Gremlins. Remember how it was kind of campy, horror, mm -hmm. fun? That's yeah. how this one is too. All right, and what I, about Dark and Wicked? Dark and Wicked shocked me. This is a 2021 film. Um... Mm -hmm. Now, there was some parts where it, I, I felt like it was just a little too drawn out. This is a movie about, a, an, it's out in an old sheep farm. This mother and father live out there. They're older. The father's fallen ill, and the mother lives out there by herself. And her children come. It's a son and a daughter. I only know the daughter because you remember that movie, uh, or that TV show? Oh, gosh. What was it called? Um what what is that thing the the sex demon what's it sex demon called um incubus incubus so remember the the tv show on sci-fi that had the, the female incubus the succubus the succubus yes what was okay. her name what was that uh, show called girl uh lost girl lost girl so uh the blonde from lost girl is in this movie i met the Holden reed by the way the one who plays the werewolf dyson on that show oh, and he's god so damn is he hot in Ooh. person oh is he <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> well i would uh, believe it he's gorgeous yeah and the, the story that goes with that is he is has been the only one who has ever like i i 
I don't know what happened, but I just got completely tongue tied. I mean, I was just first yeah. the, the first the, like the one time I can remember being stunned, and I've met a lot of you know people yeah. Yeah. that would would be stunning. A lot of I met a lot of stunning people, but this I just I, I don't know. I, my brain just kind of short circuited. <laughs> Girl, I, I I had that happen to me, so I understand. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing. I hate to even think about it. Just forget I said anything. <laughs> We what what do you say anyway? <laughs> so the the blonde doctor from that show is on this show. That's how that's the best way I can put it. She's older, um, she's the daughter, and then her brother is there with her, and they come to help their mother because the father's dying at home. Oh, I know you're and, talking about. I met her too. Oh, she's super beautiful. Like from mm-hmm. Lost Girl, she was gorgeous. And in this her show, name Laurie, that... Laurie, I think. I don't know. Okay. Like I said, that I won't know. But. The thing with this with this particular um, show was that um, you're already not sure what's happening. Immediately in the beginning, the mother's doing odd shit. <laughs> you're like, what is happening? This is one of those movies, and I really want you to watch it, so I don't want to ruin it for you. Okay, but I will. This, I, this, I'm going to watch this one. Yes, this is the best out of all of the ones I watched. And this was about the devil. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, the devil. The whole thing is the devil's. The devil tries to come when a person's dying, so he could steal the soul. That's what it it goes over, and you know the father's at home dying. Mm. But I want you to watch it because at the end you're not sure if the devil has always been there or what. Like it's mm-hmm. very, very like what just happened. Um, yeah. People are being. I won't say possessed, but they're. It's like. You ever remember how some movies that people hear, can hear a noise and it makes them so insane that they start killing themselves? Uh-huh. It's something similar to that, um, but not not necessarily a noise or a sound. It's some sort. They think they can hear like the devil's voice. I don't know. Something like that. It's called um, the dark, dark and the wicked or dark yes. and wicked. I think it's the dark and the wicked. And it is a Shudder original. The mm-hmm. dark and the wicked. Correct. Okay. And I just, I saw it uh, advertised on Facebook and I thought, hmm, I wonder what that's about. Watch it, guys. It's so really good. There are, there are some, you know, it's a very quiet, it's like uh, The Witch. It's very quiet. Um, but again, the creepiness is in the subtleties and what's happening. Um, and what I love about, you know, you guys have heard me say this before, when you don't really see the monster, it's creepier. Yeah. yeah. And you never see the monster not directly because mm-hmm. you don't really know who's real and who's not real i'll just okay. say that and it's so freaking good the scenery is amazing i really hate that the horror movies don't get the recognition that they that they should from these academies and all this because this this is a really well shot well outfitted well orchestrated i mean it was a very good like very good movie, and I, I'm probably going to watch it again. I would definitely recommend um, if you guys want to watch something a little creepy that's going to make you feel like horror movies supposed to, uneasy, I, I, I would recommend it. Oh, goody. Yeah, I'm going to check that out tonight then. There are some other ones that have been recommended to me, like in uh, some horror rooms on Clubhouse that I've been in, that oh. I, I want to tell you about, and I want to tell you on air because I want to um, – tell people to watch them so that when we have the next show that everybody's watched it by the time we start talking about it. So satanic panic. Have you seen that? No. Okay. We got to watch that. That's come up 
quite a few times. Sater, S-A-T-O-R. I saw that on on there, and I was thinking about watching it. So that's okay. supposed to be good. Yes, that's supposed to be really good. Um, Stay out of the attic. Okay. Have you heard of that? No. Okay. So those are the three that I keep hearing about, and I was like, okay, I'm going to check those out for sure. And so anybody listening, y'all check that out so that when we talk about them the next time, we aren't spoiling it, (laughs) spoiling them for you. Next week, we are are having a guest. uh, Miguel Rodriguez runs um, Horror Imaginings Festival. He's the founder, executive of that festival out of California. And they just had their, um, normally they have the the festival in person. Of course, they've been doing virtual the last couple of years, last year and this year. And I I did, I went on virtually for that. Thanks, Miguel, if you're listening. Um, it was, it was so much fun to see all of those movies. They were, they were all short stories. Like I watched them all in one night, Friday night. My son watched some of them too. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. He watched some of them with me and there was one of them that was really scary um that had me had me kind of jumping up we we were both jumping i put it that way let me see what the name of that one was i just want to shout out um at least one they were all really good by the way they were good and and maybe i'll get some of the people on um the reason i haven't been getting more guests is just because it's been a lot of work and well, there's so much going on too, and people yeah. are out there really busting their bums to try to get shit happening, you know? Right, right. Hey, what did I do with my notes? I had one where I, I made notes on every single one of the movies that were on there, and I was like, these are these are good, good. Uh, they were all like ten minutes or less. Where is my dog on note? Oh well. <laughs> well, what's the, what's the platform again? horror imaginings festival so he, okay. miguel rodriguez is the one who runs that and we're gonna have him on next week okay. i need to I need to reach out to him because he told me to put him on uh cinema calendar thing but i'll have to watch it okay but um on his page i'll put it this way on his page go and check out the movies that he's been posting either on his personal page mm, miguel rodriguez or on and i'm talking about instagram i think or uh, horror imaginings that okay. they have been posting about these these movies, but they're all like twelve minutes or less. I think one of them might have been fifteen minutes. I'm so mad. Oh, that those I can't are find so fun. Notes. Huh? No, I I love the film festivals like that. We used to have one here in Houston, and I'm sure um, if Julio listens to this episode, he'll be like, "This is what it was called." But it was really great because they brought films like that here. And we could go to the theater and watch like for the like seven, five, six hours, uh, all these various horror films, some that were outlawed in the in America, um, some that were banned, even like same thing. But you know, um uh things that were taken out of movies, different things like that. And it was really cool. I really enjoyed uh having that festival, that that horror film festival kind of here in Houston, but I don't, of course, since COVID, they just haven't been able to do it. Right, right. Are they still planning to do that this year? I don't, I don't think so because of COVID. Oh, um, I'm sorry for everybody who we were all supposed to be going to that. Um, so. Oh, you mean the horror film festival The with, I found with, it. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. They're still having the June event. 
We're oh, having you... a pop-up market in, at the end of March, mm-hmm. and then there's a three-day event in June. Mm. Okay, I know that this sounds really bad. I'm, I'm going back and forth from my mic, coming up close to the mic, moving away to scream and look for notes. But <laughs> the, the movies, good. I do want to say the movies, it was for Campfire Tales, a short horror virtual film festival is what it was. It's from Horror Imaginings. Luna was about an artificial intelligence who was responding in real time. That was good. It was uh, uh, witty. Uh, Fury was about someone getting revenge. Uh, they were trying to find out who kidnapped their child. Antique. Antique is the one that had my son and I both jumping in here. Like, we were really oh. jumping. And, and I think it was maybe... I know it was no longer than I think it had to be like ten minutes, and they packed a lot in ten minutes. It's about this this woman who got an old bathtub, and it was an antique, and she liked antiques because they have soul. And sure enough, there was a soul trapped in that in that tub. Oh, Ingenue is about an actress who surrenders everything, including her soul. That was something else too. Um, oh. you know the the desire as a creative to want to 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 get to where you know to get inside to to excel at her craft so you kind of watch what happens for her to finally get to that level uh my dinner with wiener uh, i didn't get this one as much as some of the others but it was it was well done it was shot well it was um it wasn't predictable so that's a good thing on that it was dinner she was sitting um a man and woman were sitting having dinner was that Kevin? Rugby. I don't know. I think that was actually nobody. I think that was something my husband probably didn't put up right. <laughs> okay. It just fell somewhere in the kitchen. Go ahead. Sorry. So they were having a dinner and it just went crazy. It was it was wild. Pelican milkshake. Now the title of it is like, oh my god, what the hell? I don't understand what this pelican milkshake is. And after a while, I started thinking about it. And I was like, oh, maybe that's what they call the, the gruesome act of violence that happened. I don't know. But anyway, a drone catches a woman burying a dead body and it goes straight to hell from there. That's in Pelican Milkshake. Oh. There's, and the, the person that has the drone is, you know, they, they have to be disposed of. So it was interesting. Lonely Hearts. Lonely Hearts was pretty good. It was um, about uh, someone being lonely. She finally... Uh, goes online to meet somebody. When she goes there to meet somebody, she's interested. She's she's interested in killing them, and it just so happens to turn out to be someone who's a killer. And then um, they they end up wanting to be friends. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> which was pretty good. Susie, Susie, I didn't get Susie. Um, there was it was the the um. The all the effects and stuff that they, that they had in there was pretty brilliant, and how it was. I felt like there was two. I don't know if it was two different time zones going, or if there were two different dimensions or something. I'm not sure what I was supposed to get from it, but it was shot very beautifully, and you knew they knew what they were doing. I couldn't tell. I think the lady might have been schizophrenic or something. They both stab each other, but it may have been on different timelines. I'm not sure. Uh, Game Brunch was a werewolf comedy. It was very predictable. I saw it coming, but it still was an enjo- it was enjoyable. I don't think everybody would have seen it coming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And misconception, I didn't quite get misconception. Um, it it made for a good mystery and suspense. I'm just not quite sure uh, about the ending. Like what happened? I wasn't sure about what the horror part was. I think 
Mm, okay. uh, it was a, it was a woman who found out she was pregnant and she was sick the whole time. And then when dude came home, there was a pentagram and dinner being made. And I'm not quite sure what I was supposed to get from that. I could have just missed something. The infiltration was like handmail handmaidens tell. I've never watched that, but the one it's about uh, recruitment for cult and sacrifice. So think hereditary and uh, even Midsommar on the infiltration. Mm. Okay. But they were all great. You know, I love uh, supporting indie films. And that that was why I was talking about Stay in the beginning. Because, uh, you know, there's big Hollywood and everything. But there's more than people in Hollywood making movies. A lot of people out yeah. there are creative. And they are putting their talents to use. And I want to shed a lot of light on them. So hopefully we can get some of those people on also. That would be great. I mean, it's just like local music, right? I mean. That's right. You know, there's 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 all kinds of films and stuff out there that people should really pay attention to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when we have Miguel on, maybe we can talk some about um, the film festival and stuff. And uh, even some of these, like what he thought of them. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we're done for the night then. Yeah. I hope everybody uh, watches some of the stuff you just talked about and, and some of the stuff I talked about. Cause it was fun. I enjoyed it. And I can't wait to get your, your take on, on the, on the wicked one. Oh, I'm about to watch it tonight as soon as I, cause I'm, I just got a new wig. So I washed my hair earlier. I'm about to braid it up and oh, what did I, I got here. I go with my list again. If I can, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tear this list out. So I'm not sitting around in here scrambling to find my list. Because I have like so many different notebooks. Some are my legal pads. Some mm. are for the podcast. Some are for my writing. Some are for webinars. Like So I got so many different pads. It's hard to keep up with what's supposed to be for what. And I open it up and start writing. So um, this, uh, yeah, I got this list. I'm going to go downstairs so I can keep keep up with what I'm supposed to be watching. And then maybe we can talk about it some of it on a, another episode that sounds great all right but everybody keep your keep your mask on all right double Please. up i don't care what Please. you got to do yes. just stay safe we want to see you at events guys we miss y'all's faces and we can't Absolutely. see them with these masks on or i mean let's yeah. just get through this we're so close yeah yeah let's do it <laughs> all right, all right. stay safe all right bye bye Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sex and Horror. Make sure you subscribe. And join our Facebook group. If you'd like to be a guest, let us know. If you have a topic to suggest, a movie, TV show, book, song to be featured, let us know. You can follow me at ChantelRenee.com. And I'm at Dicey Grinner all over social media. You can find me on my website, DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. See, See you, you next week, week for Sex and, and Horror. horror.